Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. My name is Robert, and you're she listening to that. Yes. Uh, what is she said yes. Again, a brand new love. That's always funny. Anyways, um, so uh, yeah, again, I'm Robert, and welcome to the That's Movie podcast on the Sasha Marina Show. And uh, here we just talk about movie news and stuff. So, movie news. So much news from, like, past two weeks, because I missed, like, last week. But, yeah. Um, so, Disney is, uh, wait, Disney's pulling a Marvel, or is Marvel pull, Marvel pulled a Disney? I don't know. So, Disney went and announced all, um, the release dates for uh, Star Wars Episode Seven and uh, their spinoff movie, which is now officially titled Star Wars Rogue One and stars uh, Felicity Jones. So Star Wars Rogue One. Immediately when you think of that, you think, oh, it's going to be about X-Wings and it's going to be cool fighter movie, fighter pilot movie stuff, so it's going to be cool. And um, we don't know. <laughs> I, apparently somewhere it is, it's not necessarily going to be about X-Wings, which kind of doesn't make sense, but given the name Rogue One, it only makes sense. But we'll we'll find out when more stuff comes around. Hopefully it is, because that's actually really cool. One of the coolest things about Star Wars is always the um, um, the, 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 the the sequences was with, with the uh, X-Wing fighters. It's always really cool. But, uh, yeah, uh, we got that. And uh, the Star Wars episode uh, uh, 8th uh, release date will be May 26th. 2017. So that's that's cool. We're going to be having a 2017 release date, and uh, I think the and then the next uh, you know release date for Star Wars uh, Rogue One will be 2016, December 2016. So like pretty much almost a year exactly right after the release of Episode Seven. So they're really pumping these out. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but yeah, it's hitting theaters. Uh, December sixteenth, twenty sixteen, will be directed by um, by uh, Gareth Edwards. Oh, and I forgot to mention one of the most exciting things about Episode Eight um, is that Ryan Johnson will be directing it. And Ryan Johnson, if you don't know who he is, directed Looper. And Looper was that sci-fi movie with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis, and it was surprisingly really good. And yeah, so that's exciting. And uh, more sequel news is about Tron. So if anybody saw the original Tron that came out, like, I think in 1980, God, I remember the time. I wasn't even alive back then. But anyways, it came out in the 1980s, and then the sequel came out, like, almost over 20 years later, uh, Tron Legacy, back in 2010. So that's that movie, I actually enjoyed that movie, but it wasn't as well-received as it, uh, you know, as, as it should have been. Not a lot of people really liked it. I... I enjoyed it. I thought it was a uh, was it was pretty it was pretty it was a pretty fun movie, and of course the soundtrack from Daft Punk was just the best thing out of it. And I wonder if they'll be on the sequel. But anyways, uh, Tron Legacy three or Tron three, Tron Legacy three. That's stupid. Tron three. Anyways, that that movie is in the works, and they have the original original director back, Joseph uh, Kosinki, and Garrett Hedlund, who uh, who played um, Sam Flynn, will also be back reprising his role. So that's uh, that's pretty exciting. And now on to movies that we don't know why this should be happening, but it is happening, and we have to deal with it. Uh, a Dumbo live-action movie directed by Tim Burton. I never expected to ever hear that in my life, let alone just Dumbo live-action altogether in one sentence, but Tim Burton directing it, that's just even weirder. But whatever, 
why not? We're going to have to see it either way. We can't boycott the film. In fact, I don't even care. But we're getting a live-action Dumbo movie directed by Tim Burton. What's the point of this? I don't understand why, but we're going to get it. And it's probably not going to be that good because Tim Burton hasn't been good in years. And, oh well. Moving on from that. And now another movie we also don't know why is happening is another Ghostbusters movie, a reboot, directed by the Russo brothers, starring Channing Tatum, and it's an all-male Ghostbusters. Like, three or four weeks after announcing a female Ghostbusters, we get another male Ghostbusters from announcement, like, immediately. And the movie's not even coming out soon. I mean, it's being developed. It's like a pre-production. Why is it even being announced? I don't know. Why are these movies even happening? Why do And why do they have to be split up by, like, genders? <laughs> it's so stupid. I don't understand. Are we going to have next... You might, you know, if you're doing this, you might as well just have a an all transgender Ghostbusters. That'll be that'll be a, I guess, diverse enough where everyone has to be segregated for some reason. We haven't seen an, an a, just a group of like an Avengers style Ghostbusters. That'd be exciting, where everyone's different and not everyone is, you know, has to be split up by their gender or what's be yeah, but what's between their le- pants? I mean, their legs. That's ugh, whatever. I mean, I I don't think Ghostbusters should be rebooted at all or even touched. It should be left alone. But Sony, you know, after, you know, screwing up Spider-Man, they need a new franchise to, to latch on to and make more money from. So Ghostbusters it is. You know, they we're getting the female Ghostbusters. Yeah, it has a really great cast announced, but i just not behind having another Ghostbusters movie. I mean, until we see it, sure, well, I reserve judgment. But this is literally just from the get-go. The whole point of this, of making this franchise for Sony, is to make money. You can tell. I mean, it's kind of stupid, you know, to say like they're not all front. They're not Marvel wants to make money, you know, or or Warner Brothers. I mean, like we all know that 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 the the motive behind it is to make money in the end. But when you have somebody like Kevin Feige at Marvel who is just really excited to finally to just get all these characters on screen together, and, and you know, it was more than just money. The, the reason, you know, behind what he's doing. He wanted to get all these superheroes out to the world and get them all together on screen, really bring the comic books to life on the, on the silver screen, and, and and he did it successfully. So, I mean, I I, I guess I, I, I feel like that's a bit more noble than just trying to make money, which is very evident with what the Ghostbusters or whatever they're trying to do. I mean, maybe not the talent that's behind it is not doesn't have that motive. I can tell they, they probably probably don't but it's just sony's just pushing it for it's just very very seems very forced and unnecessary and i don't really have any excitement for this but um hopefully i don't care what i may feel about what they're trying to do with this get what they're trying to get with this movie what's the motive behind it i just want the movie to be good i never want a movie to be bad i always want it to be good and especially if they have uh this amount of talent attached to the movie, so hopefully. Now, talking about uh, movies being made just to cash in, Frozen 2, that movie made over a billion dollars worldwide when it came out, and that including all the merchandising and and cetera and all the other crap that came out along with that movie and DVD sales and everything. Frozen 2 is officially announced, and announced a few days after, apparently the director saying, that no, they're not. The movie's not happening, and probably will never happen. And a few days later, it is announced. So, great. 
they was at a press conference. All this all this uh, Star Wars, you know, Disney news was announced at a press conference um, for investors at Disney had. So that's cool. But yeah, and then um, and then another just small tidbit about you know just throwing Disney stuff in there. Uh, Genesis Rodriguez, who was um, uh, one of the voice actors in um, in in Big Hero Six, was asked at uh, uh, by Screen Rant um, whether you know there's a sequel lined up for Big Hero Six, and she says there's rumbling rumblings of something ha- happening, but. You know, there's nothing confirmed right now, and sure, I mean, Big Hero Six wasn't a bad movie, but it wasn't there wasn't anything exceptional from it. You know, it felt like we've seen it before. There was nothing new. There was nothing that made us go, "Wow, that was really awesome." It was kind of just made us go, "Like, yeah, that was a good movie," but it didn't really feel like anything. You know, like amazing from that movie. Like it wasn't like you know when people when people saw Frozen. They left that movie, and everybody was so like, oh, my God, this movie's so amazing. I mean, frankly, I didn't care for the movie. I didn't really like it at all. But at least it had something. It had people talking for, like, years after. <laughs> and and still, it's a big deal now, two years after the release of that movie. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just didn't feel like anything special was from Big Hero 6. I expected I had high hopes for it. But it felt just kind of like, meh, whatever, why not? And yeah, so obviously there would be a sequel because it did moderately it had moderate success at the box office, I think. So yeah, that's that's pretty great for at least that movie. So uh, Green Lantern uh, movie news. So there's a casting rumor going around that Chris Pratt, Chris Pine, I almost said Chris Pratt, like Chris Pratt's gonna be in freaking everything. Now Chris Pine is wanted to play uh, Hal Jordan, which is cool. I mean, I didn't really expect them to get Hal Jordan. Again, this is a rumor, and yeah, I, I don't really expect. I didn't really expect uh, Hal Jordan to be a to be a part of a uh, uh, to be you know part of this Marvel. I mean, the, play the Green Lantern. I was I expected more like a John Stewart version, you know, and that would be more interesting. I would enjoy that more, but uh, yeah. I would. I. I. I just felt. I just feel like you know, Chris. Chris Pine is a great actor, and and he would. He would make like a great superhero. But I'm not really. I, I was really looking forward to more of a John Stewart, um, uh, Green Lantern. It would be. It would be much more interesting. Uh, I don't know who could play him. Like I don't have any actor besides. I guess maybe like, um, off the top of my mind, uh, off the top of my head, uh, an actor who can sort of look the part. And actually give a really awesome performance for the role would definitely be Idris Elba. But besides that, I don't I don't have like anybody else because, and I, I don't know if if it would work so well because Idris Elba is in the Marvel universe, and I don't know if there's like some sort of like thing between them that they're not allowed to you know work on on uh, those movies with uh, with them. I, I really don't know if there's like some sort of weird contract thing. But anyways. So moving on now to uh to Suicide Squad. So Suicide Squad um there's Deathstroke is going to be in a Suicide Squad apparently and the casting rumors are you know flying of course and apparently the one being looked at and actually is not a bad idea is um uh Joe Joe Manganiello man man I oh, got I can't pronounce his name I'll never I don't know it's a weird name but anyways um 
Uh, he's the guy from True Blood. He played the werewolf in True in True Blood, and also in a he was in Magic Mike as one of those strippers or something. I never got to see that movie. I was told to see it tons of times, but I never did. But anyways, yeah, he's being looked at to play Deathstroke, and it's actually not a bad uh, you know casting decision. I mean, this is a rumor right now, but um, it's coming from Latino Review, but. Uh, no, he's not coming from Latino Review. I mean, Latino Review, actually, I forgot to mention, had I, I think I talked about it before, how Jason Clark was actually being looked at um, for the role of, uh, of of Deathstroke a while ago. And Jason Clark is from Zero Dark Thirty. He's in, now in Terminator Genesis playing um, uh, John Connor. And, yeah, Jason Clark. I mean, not a bad... I, not, uh, I, I think, you know, Joe Man, Manginello is a much better choice in my opinion, he he definitely looks apart, and um, I know Jason Clark is actually I, out of the two. I think Jason Clark is a better actor, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it's still pretty cool they're just having Deathstroke and this whole Suicide Squad thing is happening because it looks it's a movie. You know, I'm not a really big fan of David Ayer, but the just the whole movie and the whole cast makes me really excited for this. Now, some sad news from uh, Marvel is that apparently they won't be attending Comic Con this year. Uh, James Gunn took, I think, to his Facebook page and, you know, was commenting and they were talking, he was talking with his fans, and he said that he won't be at Comic-Con, and as far as he knows, neither will will Marvel. So, there's that. I mean, I don't really, um, I don't really, uh, I don't really see why they wouldn't go, unless they're going to be doing, like, what they did they're, every year they're going to do like their own stuff like they did last year at the uh, El Capitan Theater. Was it last year or this year? No, it was last year. Uh, at the El Capitan Theater where they did um, the whole announcement of all the movies, the movie lineup they had So for Phase 3 and everything. I guess that would, that would be cooler. I mean, it kind of sucks because the one of the big reasons for made Comic-Con you know, so awesome was having Marvel there. Now you're just going to have like Warner Brothers and other... Uh, random stuff and actual comic books and TV shows, but I mean, like the big, the big stuff for it was, you know, that was was like was was having a uh, Marvel there. So it's kind of weird that, but again, they haven't even like spoken about this or anything. But I don't know. It's just it just kind of it's kind of weird that they won't be showing up. So uh, talking about now, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four, that 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 one movie, that movie that everyone had no high hopes up for, and then the trailer came out, and everyone's like, "Well, it could be good, but you know, let's 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 be cautious." Um, so Miles Teller was being interviewed, you know, about this movie if there's if it's going to be really really dark and just like very pessimistic, like if we're watching another Dark Knight movie, and he says, "Yeah, there should there should be some laughs there." And the thing better say it's clobbering time. So I guess we are going to get the thing's um, catchphrase, which is kind of a ridiculous catchphrase, but uh, yeah. And uh, he's talked. He talked about really, really, really quickly just about uh, whether or not there'd be a crossover between the X Men, and he said he'd love to, you know, kick it with Wolverine. I don't know what we would talk about. But and then it just kind of trails off right there, and I just kind of want to bring it up because yeah, that'd be that'd be 
obviously be awesome to have, you know, X Men the X Men together with Fantastic Four. It would be really great and I guess Fox would be, you know, just focusing on their own Marvel cinematic universe. It's so weird to have like two separate cinematic universes. But whatever. Um but so it's just so it's just it would be really nice to see that. Uh I don't know if the tone would fit I mean already from the trailer, the different tones that you got from, from I got from uh from from you know the the Fantastic Four movies and what we've been watching in the X Men movies are seem vastly different. So I don't know if both would work together. I mean I do have to wait to see the movie, but it just feels like it's two separate things. Like it's it's like you know like tr- like having a crossover between Doctor Who and Sherlock. It wouldn't really work so well because Sherlock is more grounded, and Doctor Who is more fantastical and crazy and just super sci fi. And they wouldn't really work together, and that's the same problem I would I would see here. Like the X Men has a more lighthearted feel, even if there's dark things happening, it feels a lot more lighthearted. And just from the trailer of Fantastic Four, it already feels very dark. And, it, and you know, again, I'm just talking out of my ass until we see the actual movie, but it feels very you know like like it wouldn't really work together on screen. But if it ever happens, again, I'm just speculating like crazy because we have no idea if it'll would even ever happen. Of course, it should happen. It only makes sense. But, uh, yeah. So, um, uh, there's a closer look at the, uh, at the costumes they have from, 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 ta- from the Fantastic Four movie. And, you know, there really isn't that much yet because apparently there's going to be two different costumes. And the first costumes, uh, first costume they, they have is apparently like, um, like the sort of containment suits that help them, you know, control their powers and everything, so you know those. That's that's pretty cool. And you have like it. it this it's right now. It's just uh, um, uh, Reed Richards, Sue Storm, and uh, Johnny Storm. But the thing is not there at all. Like we don't have any uh, thing stuff. But yeah, I mean their suits are pretty much just whatever. The first ones they have, it's like all black. There's nothing really special from them. But it seems like it's going to be more. Uh, it just it from the trailer like like I said it just feels like a more grounded sci-fi and not necessarily like you know a huge action adventure movie but more of a like a drama and that's not necessarily a bad thing I mean you could still have the action adventure parts of the, of the movie but if you you know try to take it more seriously it might be very very uh very cool so we'll see that and uh about uh now about Avengers Age of Ultron. It's nothing big, but it's just about um Danny Elfman who's apparently got involved with the movie and it's not uh a score for Spider Man. <laughs> so he's 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 a he's Danny Elfman, you know, is a composer for movies and mostly Tim Burton movies. <laughs> but um he also he was a composer for the Spider Man movies and in uh the Sam Raimi uh, trilogy. Um and Apparently, all he has here is doing like a revised version of Al, uh, Alan uh, Silvestri's theme for the Avengers. Alan Silvestri, you know, really famous um, composer. He composed a theme for uh, Back to the Future, and the theme for uh, Avengers was actually pretty pretty awesome. So apparently, he's saying that he made like a sort of hybrid of that and whatever he's doing. So that's that's pretty interesting. So we have that. That's pretty cool. And now, uh, Jeremy Renner has been confirmed for Captain America Civil War. This is kind of, like, obvious. We all knew this would happen. But this, I kind of like, I really like Hawkeye, and I do like Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye. I hate the crap that he always gets from from everyone. And I'm like, well, we haven't seen him on screen enough, and he's a really cool character. I mean, 
he hasn't been on screen long enough for us, at least, you know, as Hawkeye, for us to say that he's terrible. That's the thing. I don't understand the hate for him. Even when he was when he was there at, at you know at the end of the Avengers, he was actually pretty awesome. I enjoyed it every time he was on screen. At least when he was himself and not being controlled by Loki, he was actually really fun to see, and he was pretty badass. So I don't understand the whole hate that we're getting. The people give you know you know Hawkeye. He's pretty awesome, and I, I, when he wasn't in you know Captain America: The Winter Soldier, it was kind of weird that that didn't that didn't happen, but. Yeah, it only makes sense that Hawkeye is going to be in. It. In fact, he has to be on it in it because a lot of he was also a very important character in um in Civil War. So yeah, and now away from Marvel news and all that stuff, Jamie Foxx is apparently starring in a Mike Tyson biopic being directed by Martin Scorsese. That's really weird. That's a really weird director choice for. For a Mike Tyson biopic, I don't know about you guys, but it's it's just kind of a weird choice. But yeah, I mean, sure, it could happen. Uh, it could probably probably do well, but I don't uh, I don't know why we're having a Mike Tyson biopic. But why not? Let's get a Mike Tyson biopic going. It'll probably be pretty good, and might uh, get Jimmy Fox another uh, Oscar nomination. Cause you know that Ray movie he did, which was actually pretty awesome. So yeah. Um, and more, actually, now back to Star Wars news, really cool news, is that uh, they're going to release 20 books that's going to get, that between now and the release of uh, of the first Star Wars, Episode 7, that's going to that's gonna fill the gap of the 20 years um, between Return of, uh, Return of the Jedi and uh, Episode 7, uh, or The Force Awakens. So there's going to be, like, 20 books. So apparently before, if you guys hadn't heard, if you read any of the books of the expanded Star Wars universe, they no longer are canon. They will have nothing to do with the Star Wars, you know, movie universe. The only things that are canon would be the Clone Wars TV series and uh, Star Wars Rebels. But besides that, none of the books are canon, which kind of sucks. You know, I was... uh, I, I, I do like those books, and I did read a few of them, and it was pretty, pretty exciting, but I don't... I, I'm kind of sucks that you know all that all those books are pretty much worthless. So if anybody read all of the Star Wars universe books, you're pretty much just wasted your whole time, unless you're somebody who actually read the books because you enjoyed the stories and not because you wanted to be an encyclopedia of Star Wars random like knowledge that you had. But yeah, that's cool. And uh, yeah, so that's 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 pretty cool. They're releasing it now, and I wonder how long these books are going to be. They're going to release all of them now between between now and the release of the movie. Unless they've been working on it for years, on, and if it's 20 books, like it's, I don't know. It's just lots of questions are being raised with this. So uh, Matthew McConaughey is starring in another movie that will probably be nominated for an Oscar, and it's a Civil War drama. We didn't ever get enough of those, you know? And it's called The Free State of Jones. And then, uh, so an image has been released about it, and it's pretty cool. It's, it just shows, um, just shows a... Uh, 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 Matthew McConaughey, obviously, I think he's fighting for the South, um, running through some field with some kid behind them, and he looks pretty scared, and it's pretty it's pretty cool looking. I mean, just the idea of a Civil War drama already got me, you know, interested, but Matthew McConaughey playing the lead, so I'm like, I'm totally for it. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. And uh, so now some, like, Spider-Man casting stuff. Like, it's, it's you know, we already know that they're targeting teen actors, 
But uh, apparently one being uh, rumored is um, this guy from this British show, EastEnders. And um, I've never seen that show before. I don't really plan on it. It's not really, like, my thing. But uh, Sam Strike, uh, that's a pretty douchey name as it is. <laughs> he's a 21-year-old British actor, and he's being looked at to play the role of um, Spider-Man. It's a rumor. It's a rumor. That's all. That's all. It, that's all it is. But apparently, he's been offered a role of a big U.S. film. So that's that's what's coming out. That's 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 all we've heard. But now to you know completely uh, talk about that you know completely ruin it is that no, it's not Spider-Man. So yeah, it's apparently. It's the role of Leatherface in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre prequel. Who's going to watch that? Probably not me. So yeah, um, uh, pretty pretty exciting stuff this past week. Uh, it's not really big news, but it's kind of small things here and there, and it's just kind of telling us about the big future of all these movies and and stuff. And yeah, and there's also Daredevil trailer, a second trailer came out for uh, the TV series, which is something I'm counting down the days for the release, which I think is like April 10th or something, and every day I just think about the Daredevil TV show, the Netflix TV show, which is going to be super exciting, and I really can't wait for that. So yeah, the trailer came out, and it's actually pretty cool. We get more of a look to, a look of uh, of uh, Matthew Murdock, or Matt Murdock, in, uh, in, uh, being, being a lawyer, and then... Um, um, who's being trained by, and more about what we can actually see Wilson Fisk talking instead of, you know, just moving, I mean, just in a picture and everything. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So, yeah, um, that's about it for today. That's that's pretty much all the big news. And, yeah, let's wrap this up here. You guys can follow me on uh, Twitter at uh, Robert Flaubert. Yeah, I changed the name. It's Robert Flaubert. It's spelled Robert and an F-L-O-B-E-R-T. Yeah, I prefer that one. So then uh, you can also follow me at Instagram at Robert Alfonso Hidalgo. And you guys can go like uh, our pages on um, on Facebook, The Sasha Marina Show, and that's the movie. And you can download our app at Google Play, BlackBerry World, and even um, that, that, that anybody who owns an Amazon phone of some kind. You can download our app there too, the Sasha Marina Show app. Good way to stay up to date with our stuff. And yeah, let's see what else. What else? I know I am missing something, but I can't remember. Well, um, you can also download our other podcast stuff. There it is on like iTunes and Stitcher, and you can check out our previous stuff, like our previous podcasts too, as well at the Show dot com and everything. So yeah, um, that's pretty much everything. So yep, yeah, bye bye.